today we're diving in to the ego and maybe throw it in a ghost story or two check it out hello and welcome to those late night visitors i'm your host stephanie marie a psychic medium and spiritual business mentor having been a medium since i was a child I am wildly passionate about mediumship, spirituality, intuition, the paranormal, and everything in between. This podcast is going to blow your mind with all things psychic and witchy. And if you're not a believer yet, I promise you that will change. I'm so glad you're here. Now let's get to it. Hello, hello, beautiful souls, and welcome back to another episode of Those Late Night Visitors. Today, I want to really bring you into what the ego is like, experiencing from the ego instead of intuition, because we allow it, myself included, sometimes we allow it to take over, and before we know it, we're doing something that makes no sense. So I wanted to share a story with you and it was interesting to me because usually the podcast episodes come right to me in terms of like what they should be about, what I want to speak of, and this week it just wasn't coming. So instead of forcing it, I flowed. And lo and behold, Sunday night, it's exactly what I needed it to be. Now, I do believe that I am working through an ascension right now. I'm not feeling great physically, and there's a lot going on. It's not COVID. I'm not really, like, super symptomatic. I'm just a little congested. My throat hurts. I'm a little lightheaded, you know, the works. But that being said, last night we had a situation that I was scared. And when we are scared... (laughs) Our central nervous system starts to go and the ego takes over and unless we come back to breath in the body, sometimes it's hard to recenter ourselves. So I have, if you don't know already, I have a cat who is almost 13 years old. She's my girl. She is my girl. I've had her through it all and she has lived pretty much everywhere I've ever lived aside from college and she's just my girl. So yesterday throughout the day she vomited five different times and that is unlike her. Like she gets hairballs but she doesn't puke that frequently. I called the emergency vet place after the fourth time she threw up asking like what protocol is when when should we be alarmed, you know, all of that kind of stuff. And being a cat, she doesn't obviously communicate with us. And she was acting pretty normal, I do have to say. It's not like she, I mean, she was a little more lethargic than normal, but I mean, I would be too if I was throwing up. So the vet who I spoke to on the phone was like, you know what, if she pukes again you might want to bring her in now I just hate going to these emergency vet places because you don't know what you're walking into when you get there 
and you don't know how long you're going to be there. And, but I didn't want a chance trying to get an appointment at my vet today because what if they couldn't fit me in? And what if this cat was puking all night? And if anybody has a cat, you, like, their whole body, like, goes through it. It's terrible. It's awful to watch. And I feel so bad. So, we're laying in bed last night, and I couldn't fall asleep for whatever reason. And then I hear her, and she's laying at the foot of my bed, and I hear her start to throw up. So, I jump out of bed. I wake Jacob. And... I look at him. I'm like, I'm taking her. I need peace of mind that she's going to be okay. And now mind you, in my gut, in my intuition, I knew she was fine. I knew she was going to be okay. But I let the vet's words get into my head that, well, you know, she's old. So, you know, it could be something with her kidneys. It could be this. It could be that. And I let the ego take over. I let the fear take over. Like, Because all I can think about was, this is my girl. Like, this is my girl. I'm not ready for her to go yet. Like, this is my girl. And, you know, if you have pets, you know they are part of the family. So, Jake and I head over to the animal place, which luckily is like two minutes away. But, as we head in, you know, there's no urgency for anybody there. Because she's also not actively vomiting. I just want to know what's going on, right? And as I'm sitting there, they put us in a room because Mischief doesn't do well with dogs. And there were dogs already in there. So they put us in a room. And as I sit down, I start to get really warm. I start to get lightheaded. Like the ego is literally taking over my body. I am letting it physically manifest in my body. The fear. The the adrenaline is going, all the things. And I look at Jake. I'm like, is it hot in here? He's like, no. So I go outside. I get some water. And we're waiting. And I take her vitals, and her vitals are fine. She let the doctor examine her. And so the doctor brings in, like, two options of what we can do. One being... A full blood work panel the other being like just a kidney thing but both include x-rays both include sedation both include the visit whatever well as i'm sitting there i'm like oh my god this is so much money right and then the ego starts to take over again and i have to say like overall i have a really healthy relationship with money but Because I was exhausted, because I was so scared, the ego's taking over. How are you going to pay for this? How are you going to do this? You have the wedding. You have the kitchen. You have this. Now, in reality, I know, and I firmly do trust that the universe always has my back in terms of financials. Like, I never have to worry about having enough money, ever. And I've never had to worry about it. So this was my ego just taking over and running with it. And again, because I couldn't ground myself I couldn't come back down to the body I was letting it win and so we end up going with the full Monty just because I mean we were there anyway and what's the difference $300 at this point we did the full workup for her to make sure everything was good they gave her this sedation medicine 
and the sedation medicine, I guess a side effect of it is that it makes the animals drool. Now, Mischief doesn't drool. Like, she is a very, very clean cat. See, her drooling was heartbreaking. And I took her and I held her and I'm crying and I could just tell she didn't feel good. Her heart is racing like this poor little thing. And Mischief's a little cat. She's like 10 pounds. And I'm just letting the ego take over, letting the ego take over. Like I'm so afraid that they're going to tell me that like she has some awful disease that we have to put her down. I don't even know where my brain was going, but I was letting the ego take over. And why does the ego do this to keep us safe? By allowing the ego to take over, it was literally winning. I could not ground into my body. And then, of course, we were waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting. And waiting. <laughs> so the problem is, is that this whole time my anxiety and adrenaline is amping up even more. And I couldn't get back into the body. I'm worried about mischief. The whole time she's walking around, she has these like huge drool bubbles. They said they gave her anti-nausea medication, but it wasn't working. And she had like these big drooly globs hanging down from her. And, like, she was crying the whole time. It was terrible. A couple of hours later, the doctor comes in with all of the blood work, x-rays, everything. And basically, Mischief just ate something she shouldn't have, and that's why she was puking. And they were going to give her some anti-nausal medication to go home with, and that was it. Luckily... She hasn't thrown up yet today, but she definitely is mad at me. And I mean, I can't really blame her. Jake even said, well, I'd be mad at you too if you took me somewhere to get a thermometer up my butt and needles everywhere. Well, I'm just kind of staying at home monitoring her today, but this is what happens when the ego takes over. Like we cannot think straight. We cannot hone on our intuition. Like, it's just not doable. What are some techniques that you can do? And clearly, I should have listened to myself last night, but I couldn't. I just couldn't. Because at the same time, we have to remember, we are here to be human. We are here to experience the ego. We are here to live. And when it's something we truly care about, like a person or a pet or whatever... It's going to come out. But being aware of it is half the battle. Or not even half the battle, but just being aware of it means something. How do you get out of the ego when you're in the ego? Come back to the body. Come back to breath. You can do a box breath, which is inhale for four, hold for four, exhale for four, hold for four. If you do that for about two minutes, it will totally bring your central nervous system to a calmer state. And it should help you navigate the situation a little better. That's one way. Another way, drop and hit child pose. 
get outside, walk in nature. These are all different things you can do to help you get back to the body and get out of the ego. And the ego is loud. Like it does not shut up. So you'll know the difference between the ego and intuition. And mind you, I knew this was the ego last night. I knew it. And sometimes we follow it. And that's okay. Being aware of it and not staying there is what helps with the emotional intelligence and what helps with the energetics. The quicker you can get back to neutral, the better it is. There's my little tidbit about the ego. But I do want to bring to you a really cool ghost story before I go today. So as you guys know, I've mentioned in other episodes, there is a teenage girl, Jessica, that lives in the house. She introduced herself the first few nights and she really doesn't bother us. But I I know she's there from time to time. Like last night, I heard her playing music or watching the TV. Like she was definitely doing something last night. She was definitely active. But a couple of nights ago, last week, I had gone out to dinner with one of my friends. And I came home and Jake was already sleeping. We get up really early, which is why we go to bed really early. So don't judge us, but we're morning people. Jake's already asleep and I climb into bed. I put the TV on, you know, after I wash up, whatever. I turn the TV on, I'm watching TV and Mischief hops up in bed with me. And while I was getting ready for bed, she was like messing around in one of the spare bedrooms, but I didn't pay much mind. I'm laying in bed and Mischief's laying on my legs when all of a sudden we both get startled and like jump up because there was this huge loud noise. Well... Let me tell you, after I realized that somebody was not in the house, because after the very loud noise, I heard footsteps running up and down the hallway and up and down the stairs. After I realized that nobody was indeed in the house, I tapped in. Once I tapped in, I looked across the hall and I just saw lots of people. There was music playing, they were drinking, they were having a good time. And guess what? This was Jessica. She was throwing a house party. (laughs) She was throwing a house party in my house. On a Wednesday. And when I looked across and realized like nothing bad was going on and it was just their way of getting my attention to be like, hey, look what's going on. I turned over and went to sleep. But it's really neat how this house is so open to it. We do live on the backside of like a church that's not really in use anymore. And then we're down the street from two other churches. But it's just fun. 
And none of these energies are here to hurt us. None of them are here to harm us. They're just here. And I mean, hey, Jessica threw herself a little house party the other day. So I'm here for it. But it was so cool because living here, my gifts are getting stronger and stronger. Because not only am I able to hear and see, I'm also able to really hone in and like listen to their conversations and listen to the music that they were listening to. Even last night in bed, I was attempting to fall asleep after we got home from the vet and I'm laying on my one side and Jake had fallen asleep already and I hear music or like a TV. It might have been a radio because it was like going back and forth between like advertisements and talking and then music. The TV was off, like nothing else was on. I remember like picking my head up to see like if I could see anything across the hall and nothing was there, which leads me to believe that Jessica was just listening to music or watching TV in like her quote unquote room that she hangs out in. And it's just, I love that it's a safe space where the veil is thin and I can interact with them and this is what we do. There's all different ways to open up your mediumship. The best thing and the easiest way I can tell you is to not be afraid of it. Let it come through. And if there is something that comes through that you don't really like, place one hand over your heart, send it love, and say, please go away. But overall, I have to say, maybe it's because I'm a saging maniac, but all of the energies here feel pretty good. I'm going to leave you with my ghost house that I love so much. And I'm going to let you sit and think about the times that you let the ego take over and you can control it by coming back to the body. Next time you realize this is what's happening, what are you going to do? Are you going to allow the ego to take over or are you going to bring it back? Choice is up to you. But now I've given you some techniques on what to do. So, as always, if you'd like to be a guest on the podcast, shoot me a message and I'll send you the link. You know where to get me at Stephanie Marie underscore 222 or at those late night visitors on Instagram. Sending you so much love and light. Have a magical day.